0: What is up everyone? This is Sarah G, and it is Gen Z Gab. Let's get into it. So, Monday mood is just going to be me saying that we should be, you know, in the giving season, especially Cyber Monday and Black Friday, you should consider donating to different causes or, you know, buying from local businesses, small-owned businesses. Native-owned businesses, especially considering with all the things that go with the holiday Thanksgiving. One organization that I donated to uh, was Red Lake Rosie's Rescue. There are so many other well-known that you can find on Decolonize Myself, etc., and just consider, especially time that it is, as I continue to move on from that. I know that a lot of people had uh, Thanksgiving, whether it be a small one, a big one, or, you know, not super celebratory. I obviously got through the family holiday just fine, which I know how people can get in family situations here, there, everywhere. So, yeah, just wanted to talk about that because I know that the holidays are very interesting for a lot of people is the best way to put it. I... Also, want to acknowledge that, you know, there are bits and pieces of our lives that we will never even understand, and I say that because I truly still am trying to figure out my own family dynamic one way or another, and I know people are going to be like, well, what the hell does that mean? Well, I mean, there's trauma, there's life, there's whatever, and also because my birthday usually falls on the week of Thanksgiving, just that Combined, I spent a lot of years in the car when I was younger. I spent my 10th birthday in the car, my 15th birthday again. It was just always like that Wednesday that my birthday fell on to of that, plus the holiday in it of itself. And it was a big family gathering usually. So it's just different levels, different moments, whatever you may call it. And I just start to think about, you know, again, all those Halloween specials I talked about last month, but just the fact that there are so many Thanksgiving specials in yet. You know, the only one that actually mentioned anything about trauma, go figure, is the Grace Thanksgiving Thanks for the Memories Season 2 Episode 9 where they talk about all the things like of why people land in the ER during a Thanksgiving. So just something that i've thought about aside from all the friends stuff but again ever since celebrity memoir book club did a thing did a piece on matthew perry which i completely understand that he can be a douchebag i completely see that but it's almost ruined friends for me though but they've had some great um great 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 episodes along the way obviously starting in season 1 they are best known for those and again the maternity pants scene where Joey so these are my Thanksgiving pants. Like, that will forever go down in history, aside from, well, Christina Applegate's latest show just ended, but she played Amy, and we all know how interesting it was there with her Thanksgiving episode, so, yeah. And I think that we just need to at least talk a tiny bit about all those things, because Suddenly, you realize the entertainment that goes along with it besides the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or all the football games, all those iconic pop culture moments, may you say. And suddenly, as I turn into it, uh, Christmas vacation is coming up. Obviously, some of us are holiday vacations. Uh, Some of us will be going to different places, some warm, some cold, some near, some far, who knows? I am one of those people that still have a Disney plan because uh Disney decided to lock in your family 20 plus years ago with uh one of those timeshares, which again I love Disney. I'm glad to be going, I'm excited to be going, I'm hoping it's warm. But that's kind of the deal. Like some people can say, oh, they're going on a beach vacation, whatever. Yeah, I love that. Don't get me wrong. I love all the ideas or people might be like, oh, you're one of those Disney adults. Well, yes and no, but trust me, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Plus, again, it's a family place. It's the happiest place on earth. People even go for like job training, job seminars to Disney World. So, Plus, I'm watching the Guardians of the Galaxy later tonight. Christmas special there's always some sort of way to tie in everything so just saying and the Simpsons are still known 30 plus years for their iconic pilot episode that was a you know holiday episode so yeah no uh moving on from that I was gonna say though another thing that makes it iconic though this Thanksgiving is the whole Wednesday Adam shows I wasn't sure what I would be into it or not but again you keep re-watching it And I'm not going to give away too many spoilers, but come at me. Call me toxic, whatever. But I truly will be defending Tyler just a little bit. Here's why. Because he was manipulated. Now, does it mean that he's 100% perfect? No. Does it mean that he doesn't have his own secrets? No. Does it mean anything really? Like, could he still just be a total douchebag? Probably. But the reason, though, that I still think that he cared about Wednesday was some of the stuff he did was not like like even normal things to know about Wednesday. And again, for all those people saying this and that, no, listen. If if there's season two, I just I'd like to see some redemption. I know I'm horrible for playing devil's advocate, but seriously, the dude was being manipulated by extraordinary measures. Was being a monster. Like there's just so many levels and layers. And the understatement, I just just don't see, like, that he was inherently evil. Like, I I guess maybe that's just me always still trying to look for the good, even in characters. But there's just part of me that feels like... It's kind of like in Ghostbusters when they're, like, demented by one of those weird souls. Bad example. But, yeah, I feel like just people might understand more from that. I don't know. It could be hit or miss. But I do feel like anyone in that town, and that goes to Nevermore. And again, I'm not going to get too much into this, but there no, even the normals or normies are not normal. And there's just a lot of other things, but there's just something about how, like, once you see Wednesday care about someone, she really, really, really cares about them. So just some thoughts. I know nobody's going to always agree with me. Actually, I know I have thousands of unpopular opinions, especially when it comes to gray stuff. And, yeah, so knowing me, this is just not even surprising that I am a fucking chorus on that side. And people can be like, she's into toxic relationships. No, I'm not. But there's just... Again, if a season two comes, there's just, I think there's potential there. I mean, she's got her friends. Again, it's kind of strange to go through all the motions of life. But, you know, there's just like parts of it where, again, you see the irony within Wednesday, where things might not be showing emotion. Finding out that she cares about people is kind of like, her worst nightmare, sign of weakness. But if you think about it, the friendship she's built, there's just a lot. And I guess me as an ADHD person watching all the different things unfold, like I could see some of this stuff happening. I wasn't sure who was who, but part of me just really am like, yet I still root for this kid. I hope he has a redemption arc, but you never know. And can we just... Get a confirmation of whether or not, again, people can be like, why are you even giving away this much information? Because if you're on any social media platform, it's already been done. And if you're like me, you've probably binge watched it all in one day. And yeah, so... There's that, plus I am away from all my favorite TV shows. Jenny and Georgia keep, like, teasing that they're coming back for season two, where I'm almost to the point where I don't want to watch it, like, because I don't think it's going to be happening, or when it's even going to start, and if it actually makes sense to start, if you understand that piece of it all. I know that sounds weird to go back and forth constantly on, but... I'm starting to feel like they're just teasing us with the tease that it's going to be on. And aside from that, I also know that as someone like I've mentioned, uh, being 25 has not been the best week of my life. I know that I have a whole year and then I can cry about the fact that I'll be 26 the next year. But this is how, like, again, awkward family conversations are. When you reach, like, your 20s, but now, like, that I'm in that official quarter century life, you hear more people go, you're 25. How, oh my god, how'd you get that old? Like, suddenly it starts, like, the insults it feels like are running in. And then you, of course, have other family members that just say that that's just how, like, when people are going to talk to you, they might offend you. I get it, you get it, we all get it, but at the same time, thanks, but no thanks for that. Because I'm sorry, that's just as if I'm not already having or haven't had for the past three years an existential crisis. This is just the cherry on top. And I know what you're gonna say next is, like, why is she being so depressing but relatable? Because I think anyone who's been in the same shoes as I have. Knows. Also, the fact of the matter is, insomnia is crucial right now for me. And I know what you're going to say, Sarah, you always talk about this, but the problem is, it gets significantly worse as more time goes on. And if I see another wellness influencer or blogger telling me what I need to do for my health, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Go and listen to a new thing by Jennifer Stone on her whole diabetes she was late stage one diabetic, juvenile diabetes, but even like all her stuff, but on finding that level, she's a nurse now. I mean, follow a bunch of like actual of the people that I've listed that are anti whatever and proving like how you can live life, but no, stop getting your information off of nuts from the internet that think that they can just say and do whatever. And fall into that trap. We've all fallen into that trap of diet culture. But again, it has been my mission, especially with the holiday seasons coming up, to remind people yet again that there are good people out there that can stop our brains from going crazy because body dysmorphia is real. For both genders, for everyone, for people of all kinds. And I, when I said both genders, I meant like if you're talking in the sense of male and female, like the black and white. But no, not, life isn't black and white for all people, for, you know, non-binary, for trans, for male, female. It's again, just for all people, diet culture especially is sucky this time of year. So, moving on from that, I do want to talk a little bit about next week's guest and that, you know, last week was the season finale of Gen Z Gab season 1. I'm sorry I did not mention that earlier in this week's episode, but you know, as I do, I jump around a little bit. Is it a little hard to follow? Yes. Does um everybody need to know every little detail? Probably not, but again, This is my podcast. I'm going to say what I fucking want. I'm going to try to filter. I'm going to try to keep it for everyone's attention span for what they may or may not want. But again, it's just a lot going on. But again, so, so I'm going to be having the brilliant, hilarious, laughable, logical Laura High on Gen Z Gab next week. And we are going to be talking about anything, everything that she has done between her comedian, acting, writing, the story of her grandfather, who was so amazing. Guys, you've got to check out her channel, to just the fucking shit that goes on with donor conception. And much more, honestly. Want to let some questions get run by before. Please do that. DM at Gen Z Gab. Please again respond, comment, like, subscribe to the channel because then you can be involved and engaged with us so that we can, you know, not just come up with the story and conversation ourselves if you want to ask a burning or dying question. Just saying. And I'm so excited, honestly. I've been trying to get her on for a long time. So if you haven't heard of her, she's a comedian based in New York City. She has been doing so much work for the donor conception, infertility industry. She is currently working on something called The Siblings Pod. Go and check it out. She also is in alliance with a lot of adoptees. In the Adoptee Reformation, they are phenomenal. All of these unique and phenomenal creators just with getting answers and hearing more. Again, just please go and check her out if you haven't already. Aside from that, I'm going to be talking about, you know, just how I am so thankful to be doing this week in and week out. But coming up, I'm going to be taking about a two-week break, three-week break. Just thought I'd let you guys know because even I have been getting a lot of podcast block. I've been talking, like I've said, about this a lot, but it's true. Anyone and everyone can get burnt out. I do understand why TV shows go on a winter hiatus for a long time. I'm just a little upset, obviously, that grazes is off till, you know, December. February 23rd. Also, if you're in New York, LA, and are like in the public eye or whatever, there are scammers out there right now, and they're especially preying on celebrities, it appears. I've seen more than one occasion here and there going around, and one happened to in LA, a a better known actress and her girlfriend, and again, I just want to say, please be safe out there. Please bring pepper spray or whatever you need your Apple Watch, your InvisiWare. I know people are going to be like, Sarah, you're like covering every base. But here's the thing. These things can save your life. And I know that Scam Goddess will probably be on to these people soon. So at least you got that going. But I just wanted to emphasize, especially with New Year's Eve coming up, there's just so much going on that you should really just consider safety as a priority Wherever you are, whoever you are, but especially women in general. And unfortunately, I have to bring up the thing about One Day at a Time that I used to watch and Rita Moreno being an icon. And oh my gosh, another icon we lost this week was Irene Cara. Which I'm gonna go into her a little bit more, but I'm gonna switch gears back to Rita and how she played Abuelita Lydia on One Day at a Time, and how she and her granddaughter, you know, had that unique perspective back and forth. Beautiful scene, but you know, she the the granddaughter, the daughter Elena was calling out her brother for what he was doing with his girlfriend, which yeah, he should, but because her and her partner or significant other, as they used to call it in the show, uh, were, our girlfriend, they, um, were just out enjoying their life and creeps were stalking them, making them scared. And it made me think about, again, privilege. And we can talk about this till I'm blue in the face. And, you know, people could say again, why the hell is a straight white person, cisgendered female talking about it? Because even as more time goes on, you have to think about every measure of safety for yourself, but what level of safety do you already have with the privilege that you have? And I know that that sounds kind of weird the way that I'm thinking about it, but I just wanted to emphasize some of those things because even even no matter how much or how little, you can always unfortunately see if you have privilege. And I know I shouldn't say unfortunately, but you kind of can see where the levels are. And maybe you don't really want to level out what's good in VEX. Again, that's such a terrible black and white thinking. But in the terms of safety, sometimes you have to be that on the ball about things. Also, just so you know, Fabulous Boutiques is an amazing company, small small business, Latina owned, just phenomenal. I have some of their products and I just wanted to talk about them a little bit too because all their products can be delivered across the U.S. as well as it can be incognito. There's just a lot that you should consider if you can't afford like an Apple Watch or an invisaware these are self-defense keychains and there is some good information on how to protect yourself out there. And again, not just specifically to women, but just again, please, in these upcoming months, days, weeks, life ahead, just please keep yourself safe out there. And I say this also because I know people are going to study abroad. I know my family member He's going to study abroad. I've given him some information that there is certain places like in Portugal, there was some actor who got assaulted there in a bar. And just to just be aware, it's not like you have to be scared of everything. But again, there's just so much going on. And you can't obviously be 100% protected 24-7. But when you hear little things going on, you can be like, hey, here's the thing. I'm not saying that you don't, like, you shouldn't go whatsoever to these places or these countries or these states. Just keep that in mind. Just have some genuine caution, not that you're the most at risk, but it is good to keep some of that reminder going on, especially, again, Iran, the things going on in Iran. We need to continue to discuss about, let it know. We've been, you know, focused so much on the World Cup and all those sports, but that the, that Iranians have been standing up peaceful protesting even in the World Cup. Speaking of World Cup and families, my brother decides to mention every day this week that he was visiting or every day that he got super involved with something that had to do with the whole (laughs) World Cup stuff was lebron i don't know why and here's the thing i try to pay attention to sports i love sports the last time that the world cup was around i was in valencia spain and it was phenomenal except for they lost to russia again would never trade that experience my heart loves again i studied abroad in a lot of different countries and i just have such love for all those countries that i've been able to have the privilege to spend time in but that being said It's so funny because I understand basic aspects of a lot of these sports, whether it be football, basketball, baseball, and soccer, which is the actual football, but you know, as Americans, we just say soccer because we're, that's just where we are. And there's plenty of history surrounding that, but I'm not going to get into it today. But my brother constantly mentioned LeBron. My little brother decides to mention LeBron like every sentence that had something to do with soccer. And my dad likes to pick fights sometimes. But aside from this, my older brother, who very rarely puts a stick into his fights, and like he decides to have a stake in this where he wants to stick to his guns of like why this sounds so stupid and my dad agrees of course he agrees with him he's the smartest person in our family pretty much he's the engineer of course we're gonna say that but my dad also goes we I disagree with him sometimes either way it just it's so ironic how much like I know but don't know about sports but when people ask me well, why don't you really pay attention to sports or are you like a typical nerd girl? Which again, that stereotype needs to end, like for everyone's safety, everyone's sake. But no, the reason that I don't want to be so heart and soul into these sports really, except for the Cubs, which everyone already knows that I've gotten my heart broke so many times by them and that I've even decided to just watch them through checking the score online. But it's because my family gets into fights like this about, like, LeBron could be good at football, soccer. LeBron could be good at any sport. Like, that was the argument my brother was trying to make the entire time. And then it leads into, like, a 20-minute conversation. By the way, we were going to a family event for one of my cousins, and I don't even know why, but yeah, we're sitting in the We're sitting waiting for her show to start, and suddenly it's like, LeBron, 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 blah, blah, I'm like, why, 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 why are you still on this topic? Like, just watch the World Cup. Just figure out which one of your teams in the brackets that you got going wins or loses. I don't really give a shit about anything else, but why do you need this conversation to keep going? Like, why are you fighting about this? And Yes, the show was the community or this one of the community's uh, ballet recitals of the Nutcracker, if that helps if people are curious. But again, we're fighting, they're fighting over this in a big theater LA company recital thing for, again, some happy joyous occasion sort of about holiday love Nutcracker stuff, right? And again, it's two different sides of sports because people can say dance isn't, but when you watch all those people, yes, it is a sport. But again, it's just so weird how, like, you can be in a fight one minute with your family and then the next minute it's just like you forget about it and move on, which I guess is good in a lot of other ways. But it makes me start to wonder, what exactly was What did you think you were going to accomplish here by fighting about whether or not LeBron could or could not play soccer? Also, then my dad throws in the Michael Jordan argument, and even he wasn't a bad baseball player. I mean, he wasn't great, and obviously he should have stuck to basketball, but again, you're like replacing one athlete that played sort of bad in one sport who played an incredible MVP version in another. And again, they're both basketball players, but it just makes my brain go, what were you planning to accomplish with this? And can the show start already? Yes, I understand that, Some people maybe like the 20 minutes before a show starts, but when it gets to moments like this, I cannot wait for the current call to begin at any second now. So yeah, please just know. And the problem was I was also crying on a separate note because it made me think of all the stuff that I had watched the On Point documentary from Disney Plus. I don't know why, but I watched it two years ago when it was the big thing that they were showing how they prepare for the New York city ballets, their own nutcracker. And suddenly, um, you know, it was slightly different, but the whole things that go around with those productions, Oh my gosh. And what goes along in it. And the fact of the matter is they also had their first Asian Latina and Afro Latina, African American girls stepping up to play the main character of Clara in in the New York city ballet, just how it, like, is a full, like, circle moment, and again, it's like watching these kids be so passionate and actually love what they're doing at such a young age, and actually, you can see how non-stage mommy some of these parents are, or stage parents. I'm not saying that they don't exist, but it was so interesting to watch an actual show where it's not like the parents are out of control about the sport or the art that their child is in, even if it's scripted versus unscripted. It just, that was a thought that occurred to me. And people can look at me that saying like, but you were literally just crying about how kids finally got their dream. Yeah, because dreams, I'm still having them. So many people have them. And a lot of times it's hard to achieve, but these kids don't, always care even what part they get in the nutcracker i also realized like a lot of them are just happy to be an ensemble and i just kind of wish that we had more of that mentality and i know what people are going to say what do you mean by that it's just like with all the nepotism shit that goes on right now it's kind of refreshing to see like people just wanting to be a hard worker and be there just to be there and be a part of it all and I'm sorry, but these people probably work harder and have a lot of talent. And yes, there's nepotism that goes along with everything. But can we please, please applaud Lourdes Leon, Madonna's daughter, Ireland Basinger Baldwin. Yes, we can talk about the whole family scam shit, mess up, psychotic, whatever that's going on. And then we can also mention the whole thing with what happened at Russ. But we're not going to do a lot of that. But where even Ireland mentioned how, like, like the structure of the nepotism and when she was in the modeling and how she realized that, like, her perspective was so different and that people were there just more for her than her, or not there for her, but more for, obviously, her parent, especially her mom when it was the modeling gigs. But she she did a whole series. She even talked about, like, both her parents and her families, obviously, and where it gets her, and just a really well-rounded ideal of the whole thing. And I know people are gonna be like, "So you're 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 complimenting?" Yes, because also with Lourdes, she is being um, real about how her parents made sure that she understood what nepotism was, and how you know things will still come easy for her etc., and just a very well-rounded, well-articulated article that she talked about, you know, just her upbringing, and, and yes, not everything is perfect or said perfectly, but I have to say I have to give credit when credit's due, and that's one of those moments, and I think that we just don't acknowledge it enough, and nepotism, like you said in that article, has always existed, but again, When it's like Lily Rose Depp comparing you to a doctor. A lot of doctor kids who are legacies have talked about what it really means. And it's still so different. It's they acknowledge that, but it's also like the pressure and it's not just very different. And I'm sorry, Lily Depp, but you need to realize something again, too. There are plenty of petite models out there that are trying to get their gigs and you still surpass them because of who your dad is and it's just a very again how out of touch can you possibly be moments and you know we could focus on all the negatives but i wanted to end closer to a positive note with that as well as just even myself i'm going to say someone that's just trying to break into the industry there are so many women that look probably similar enough to me or have some look. I mean, we're all unique in our own way. But again, I am a another five nine almost women. And, you know, I've got brown hair, I have slightly more medium olive skin. And that's where I'm just saying that I don't look like everybody else, but there's plenty of other people that look like me. And I just wanted to say that's where, again, a lot of the times it just leads into a lot of Complexities of like how hard it is to get, or little bumps in the road, and how hard it is to get into this industry. And following, like you know, not everyone's per- got this perfect like yellow brick road to walk across. But again, and speaking of yellow brick road, Liza Minnelli, she's phenomenal, and she yes is an nepotism baby. She's always never shied away from it. And she's got incredible talent. Just because you're an apatism baby doesn't inherently mean that you're untalented or that you don't work hard. You just need to acknowledge the privilege that you have. So I just wanted to say that At, as I walk down, but as someone who started her career, her journey, I want to touch a little bit on Irene Cara or Irene, Irene Cara, because she was phenomenal. But here's the thing. I remember when we were doing spinoffs or different adaptations of Romeo and Juliet when I was in high school. And not like West Side Story or anything like that. They just wanted us to see, this was in a class, my English class, what modernization stories did you be able to find? And here's one of her lesser known works. Again, we know all of her fame, sparkle, Flash dance, etc., and that she also started on Spanish-language television shows, but the reason I'm going to talk about the, the Romeo and Juliet one, even though that's a story that can, will be told forever and ever and ever, or that, you know, why do we need to talk about it, is because even though one of her lesser-known works, she still killed it in that role as Angela But I don't think people understand that it's ironic that I didn't put it together till last year that that was like the same actress because it was one of her like lesser known roles. And again, if you want to check out this movie, it's on Voodoo for free. It is made in 1975, but just the fact that I even knew and still remember that movie, and I rewatched watched it last year because I was trying to figure out who this actress was a while back when I don't know how it came up, but then just hearing of her passing, again, that makes me incredibly devastated, sad. Hearing even my parents like talk about, you know, growing up in that time and knowing her, like seeing her films in the theater, again, it's different. Because I don't know how many people would really know her without, like, that, like, question, like, in class. And I know that's weird to say because you should know who she is. You should never forget who she is. And she was one of the most iconic actresses of the 70s, 80s. She was a breakout Latina, Latinx actress. She is Cuban and Puerto Rican. And she just had a lot of activism, etc. Just talent around her, but I just wanted to speak on that a little bit because of the whole situation of just one even little tiny thing that was maybe a minuscule part and not known as well or listed as well. That's how it connects to what she did in the future And I highly encourage people to try to check out that movie because sometimes the lesser known or lesser, less of a big deal films, underrated films are the best films. I'm not saying it was her best film. I'm just saying if you're curious about if she did anything other than musicals, yes. And this was a great film that explained why and just a more contemporary storytelling And I think some of those hidden gems are what makes things unique. Again, I don't know what people will say in the future about other films that other actors have done through, you know, their careers, but it made me even think of just how independent artists start as well, which is totally separate. So yeah, just consider checking that movie out. Consider, you know, all the things I've talked about today, and we will gab soon. Thank you yet again. This has been Gen Z Gab, Season 2, Episode 1. We will see you next week with Laura High, Gab and Go.